Coming up, our weekly roundup of news from around the industry. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 56 of our 61-day Hauntathon counting down to Halloween. Today is Tuesday, October 26th, and there are only five days until Halloween, which means that we'll be dropping multiple episodes every day until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is still by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, here's Daryl with this week's news. Like restaurants, retailers, and hotels, the haunt industry has also felt the effects of labor shortages this season. We've been covering this all season, and it's impacting haunts differently. Some aren't struggling at all due to high return rates, some are only struggling to fill food and merchandise positions, and some are short across all roles. Recent reporting has found many large haunts are finally approaching full staff just in time for Hell Week. Now that Halloween is looming, the mainstream media has finally caught up. The Boston Globe released an article this week with interviews from several industry folk, including John Denley, president of Massachusetts-based Boneyard Productions International. John said the staffing shortage is plaguing his clients nationwide. Not only is hiring a challenge, but so is retaining actors for the full season. You've got to really plan ahead and go for overstaffing because it's going to dwindle and dwindle until the final weekend, when we all know what's going to happen. Everybody wants to go to the Halloween party on your busiest night. In an article this past week, the New York Times focused on the haunt industry's efforts to rebound after the disappointing 2020 season. While consumer spending this Halloween is expected to reach a record high of $10.1 billion, according to a survey from the National Retail Federation, only 18% of Americans who plan to celebrate Halloween this year said they would do so by visiting a haunted house, down from 22% in 2019. Additionally, high lumber prices, product shortages, and rising cost of goods are adding extra hurdles for haunted house owners and operators this season. Fortunately, many haunts have seen crowds returning and are optimistic about the overall 2021 season. Dwayne Sandburn, owner of the 13th Gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, told the New York Times that his profits for October were up about 20% from 2020. I think everyone's ready for entertainment and ready to go out, and Halloween is perfect for that, Mr. Sandburn said. In the theme park side of news, Six Flags St. Louis hosted two evenings of special screenings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show on October 15th and 22nd. This annual tradition featured full audience participation and a live shadowcast performance by the local group Flustered Mustard. Admission to the screening was free with park admission, but seating was limited to the first 1,000 people each performance, with annual pass memberships being given priority access to the event wristbands. Prop bags filled with throwables were for sale at the door with all proceeds donated to charity. Due to the film's R rating, all guests under 17 had to attend with a parent or guardian. Disney's California Adventure features an extra scary character at this year's Oogie Boogie Bash Halloween Party, Zombie Captain America. The undead character, featured in Marvel's What If show on Disney+, was spotted by attendees in the Avengers Campus area of the park. While Disney usually steers clear of very scary things at their Halloween events, Zombie Captain America has been popular with fans and appears to be a continual character for the remainder of this year's Oogie Boogie Bash events. Fright Trail in Scott, Louisiana has gone viral with their TikTok videos. In the past two months, the haunt has gained 530,000 followers and received over 100 million views on their TikTok channel's spooky posts and trail reactions. Most videos feature visitors winding through the venue and screaming, jumping, and running when faced with the scare actors. John Weatherall III, the man behind Fright Trail's TikTok account, spends roughly six hours each night filming guests. If I hear from a distance the group that's screaming really loud, I'll scope them out, 
hurry up and run to them. Get a good shot and then run to the next area while navigating through the woods, he said. On Sundays after a Fright Trail weekend, Weatherall said he edits his footage, compiles recap videos, and organizes clips from posting on TikTok and other platforms. Putting together a one-minute recap of the weekend, featuring the best moments captured on the scare cam, takes around three to four hours. A class at UVA Wise College in Wise, Virginia, is teaching students how to scare people. Students enrolled in the unique Haunting Houses course learns how to design, build, and operate a haunted attraction, culminating in running their own haunt. This year's class is comprised of a small group of six college students. Each student is charged with designing their own haunted attraction room and implementing their designs on-site at Wise County Fairgrounds with the help of community volunteers. Students will evaluate their project and the overall impact of Forbidden Fairgrounds as they continue their coursework in November. Some of their assessments and ideas may be incorporated into next year's event as well. Last year, Halloween on Ambush Lane in Churchville, New York went viral with their full-sized pirate ship which is docked in their front yard. The ship eclipses the house. The display is now open for 2021, and there are two ships. Building the ship is an unbelievable amount of work, but is actually the easiest part of the whole project, explained owner Tony DiMatteo. I start eight to 10 months early working on putting together a soundtrack and programming lights and special effects. The soundtrack and light programming takes an endless amount of time. My goal is to have the music, lights, and effects tell a story and provide a memorable experience for viewers. Most props are made from scratch well in advance. The masts, sails, rope ladders, cannons, kraken, barrels, etc. all have to be done in advance and there are multiple steps involved for each one. Things that seem simple actually aren't, explained DiMatteo. Cleveland, Ohio home haunter Alan Perkins was featured in news outlets and on social media for his creative skeleton display. Perkins spent over 25 days constructing a giant skeleton that appears to be bursting out of his home. The blue-eyed skull seems to be tearing through the home's roof and two giant skeleton arms appear to creepily reach around the exterior of his house, with one hand grabbing another 12-foot-tall Home Depot skeleton. Additionally, a smaller skeleton is posed climbing up to the roof and a giant spider crawls across boarded-up windows. The impressive handmade skeleton arms are made out of foam, with PVC armature for support, which Perkins described as the skeleton skeleton? I cut into the foam, glued the PVC in with spray foam and shaped pieces, he explains. The outside is coated in glue and sand to hard coat it a bit for abrasion when putting it up and is waterproofed with some clear exterior sealer. Want to make your own? Perkins has created a step-by-step -step guide dealing his process. Links are in our show notes. The city of Nibley, Utah put together a self-guided spooktacular tour of decorated yards for this Halloween season. The tour takes visitors along a route to view the entries in the city's second annual Halloween decorating contest. A full list of winners and honorable mentions can be found on the Nibley City website. Awards include overall presentation, special effects, super spider, which sounds rather terrifying, and more. As Halloween draws near, Mars Wrigley, the global, the global producer of M&M's, Snickers, and Skittles, announced its plans to bring more Halloween celebration to communities in Newark, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and Toronto. Mars Wrigley is proud to support our local communities, said Tim LaBelle, Chief Halloween Officer at Mars Wrigley. No matter how you plan to decorate, we're making sure consumers will have what they need to create better moments this Halloween season. Their M&M's Halloween truck will return for its second year to Newark and Toronto and will add a stop at Washington, D.C. for 2021. In Chicago, Mars Wrigley will sponsor the Chicago Park District's Halloween in the Parks with more than 30 fall festivals, pumpkin patches, haunted houses, arts and crafts activities, parades, dances, and parties throughout the city. With just a week left until Halloween, pumpkins may be hard to come by in some parts of the U.S. 
In 2020, farmers harvested more than a billion pounds of pumpkins in just six states. For 2021, however, experts have stated weather, blight, and the pandemic have impacted gourd growing in some spots across the country. Many pumpkin lovers can still get their hands on the festive gourds in areas where pumpkins are plentiful, but may get spooked by the prices. Pumpkin prices have increased by as much as 50% this year, especially for white pumpkins and other specialty gourds. The number of issues are fueling a situation including labor shortages, shipping delays, and the fact that some su suppliers closed or laid off workers due to the pandemic. In the face of the pumpkin shortage and soaring pumpkin prices, Dole Food Company Incorporated is encouraging Halloween revelers to carve a pineapple instead. For years we've been encouraging fruit-loving families to try something new by carving a pineapple at Halloween and are now expanding their efforts in light of the possible pumpkin scarcity, said Melanie Marcus, RDMA, and Dole's Nutrition and Health Communications Manager. Of course, pineapples have an important nutritional profile and are so much easier to prepare and enjoy than pumpkins since you don't have to cook them. Dole has created a step-by-step -step guide to carving the Hawaiian fruit along with pre-made face templates for those tropical jack-o'-lanterns. If you did manage to get pumpkins for this season, Mr. Handyman, a neighborly company of professional home repair and improvement technicians, is offering a chance to get one of their four $250 Home Depot gift cards as part of their fourth annual pumpkin carving photo contest sweepstakes. To enter the pumpkin carving contest, visit the Mr. Handyman Facebook contest page and submit a photo of your pumpkin by October 31st at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. Four random winners will be awarded with a $250 e-gift card to the Home Depot. We look forward to the pumpkin carving contest every year, said Mr. Handyman President J.B. Sassano. It is always fun to see the many tips, tricks, and techniques people use to turn a plain pumpkin into a creepy creations across the country. Participants must be at least 21 years old, one entry per person. Carving pumpkins is a staple of modern Halloween celebrations, but in the early 19th and 20th centuries, chiseling ghoulish grins into turnips was the more common practice. A recent article from Smithsonian Magazine detailed the history of jack-o'-lanterns from their Irish and Celtic roots. For protection from wayward fairies, monsters, or ancestral spirits, People in the British Isles began carving faces into pieces of produce, particularly turnips, but in some cases potatoes, radishes, or beets. Celebrants placed lit candles inside the cavities, similar to the pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns of modern Halloween. They believed leaving the spooky carvings outside their homes or carrying them as lanterns would protect them from the harm's way while offering a flicker of light that could cut through the dark surroundings. What do you do to stay healthy through Halloween? We're in the home stretch only a few days until Halloween. On day 53 of our Hauntthon, Scott Swenson shared valuable tips to stay healthy for the rest of the haunt season. First of all, be sure to warm up both your body and your voice. Prepare your body by stretching to get your blood flowing and reduce the likelihood of soreness and injury. To reduce the likelihood of using your voice, spend a few minutes doing vocal warm-ups before your shift. A simple vocal warm-up is to relax your jaw so your mouth drops open, take a deep breath, and let out a big yawn. Then repeat, but keep your lips closed so you are humming. Next point is to stay hydrated. Make sure you have water accessible throughout the night and drink regularly. Drink before you're thirsty. Staying fed is also important. Make sure you eat regularly and include sources of protein in your meals. In addition, if you're a haunt owner or operator, you should look at scheduling to protect performers. Make sure your scheduling does not exhaust your scare actors and staff. Build in breaks within your schedule, either by having floaters who can relieve actors, by double casting so actors can alternate out to have 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off, or by shutting down the haunt for 15 minutes periodically to make sure all actors have a break. Breaks will keep your scare actors and staff performing at their best. 
Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.